Greetings, loyalists and heretics. Welcome to Iron and Ceramite, where we once again enter the warp without an astropath. Hello everyone and welcome to the Iron and Ceramite podcast. My name is John and as always I'm joined by my co-hosts Tommy. Oh mate. <laughs> Dave. Hi guys. Shane. Hello. And Glenn. Hiya. If you're joining us for the first time then hello, thank you for checking us out. Um, we set this podcast up in order to document our collective progress into this awesome hobby um, and between the five of us, we have varying levels of experience and knowledge. Um, and hopefully, if all goes to plan, this will grow into a podcast where we all have decent knowledge um, that we can share with you guys. Um, and hopefully this is something that whether you're a veteran of the hobby or brand new, you can get involved and enjoy with us. Um, so if you want to know more about us personally, um, then go back and check our earlier episodes where we tell you how we got into this. Um, and for those that you are returning, thank you. It's great to have you back. Um, quickly, before we get into the pod, we've got a bit of uh, where to find us and how you can support us. So if you are watching along, we're obviously on YouTube. Otherwise, if you just want to listen, you've got Spotify, Apple Podcasts and most good podcast services where you can find us. Um, to look at all of our individual modeling and bits and pieces like that or to catch up on what's going on with the pod you can join us on instagram at iron and ceramite and if you use the hashtag iron and ceramite um with anything that you paint and we spot it we'll pop it in our stories as a way of saying thank you for supporting us um we've also got a facebook group that tom set up where we sort of just post and talk nonsense on there about all the stuff that's coming out um we're also on twitter um we do have a twitch but we're not using it yet but we are do follow us for when we do start using it and figure out how it works. Um, and we're also on Patreon. So jump on there. Um, you can throw us a five pounds a month to support us just as a way to say thank you to help us put some more money into this podcast and sort of develop everything that we're doing, get some better equipment. Uh, and as a thank you, we'll pop your name or your um, social media handles into the credit for at the end of the videos as a way of saying thank you. And also, you can see in the description, um, we are affiliated with Element Games. Um, and if you use our link, um, you'll still get your discounts and no extra cost. We get a bit of a kickback from that. And again, any money will go into the podcast. So enough of me talking. Um, let's jump on to our hobby roundup. And um, Shane, how are you doing, mate? What have you been working on? Yeah, it's been, it's been a bit of a slow one for me. I've been um, struggling to get um a rhino painted and done as you can see there it's half done half built half painted i started as, as i said i think i discussed it in one of the other pods before i started with contrast um and it was a total nightmare so i then stopped that ordered myself some uh some um the fang base paint for space wolves and then started repainting it um, but it's been it's been a bit of a struggle to stay motivated on this one. So although the base coat's on and and the fan goes on much much better than the uh, the contrast paint, um, it's still a bit of a challenge and it's still sitting here on my desk. Not much, mm. not much further on from uh, from where you see it on your screens now if you're watching. So definitely a bit of a struggle. Um, and once I've done this one, I'll, I'm going to be very careful on what I what I select as my next painting project because it's uh, it can be very um, easy to fall out of love 
of painting in my side. And then I suppose other than that, other than the modeling side of stuff, um, there's two things that I've actually I've been doing a lot of. Um, one, one, of course, is combat cards, which everyone <gasps> knows uh, this is what we're up to. So, I've, you know, I won't say anything about how that's going other than, you know, if you want to join the clan, you'll, you'll be able to see the leaderboard there. Um, you, can t- you can say that you're at the top. It's fine. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to dwell in the glory for now because it's not going to last. <laughs> so, I don't know. You've, you've, you've been up there for quite some time now. I think I got a lucky week. It's one of those ones where the matchmaking went my way, and mm. I just was able to uh, burgle a load of points, and it uh, it stayed that way. So I'll take it yeah. while I can get it. I'm not catching you before it resets tomorrow. Well, it's only, I was going to say it's only a day, and I, there's still a bit of a gap. So I think I might be all right. But it's um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's been a bit of fun. And then the other thing I've been doing, and this this will come when we'll come onto it a bit later in the uh, skulls discussion. Um, is I've been playing a really old game on my my laptop uh, called Rights of War, which came out years ago, and it's an Eldar-based, turn-based campaign game that I had when I was younger. Just happened to notice that it was available because um, it's out of license now, so you can get it for pretty much free if you can find it. Um, and I've just been playing that. And um, it, what surprised me, because it's a game that's probably about, 15, 20 years old now is that the uh, Sisters of Battle were in there, and I didn't even know they 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 were they were that old. So that was quite surprising. But um, yeah, that, that's been that's been what I've been up to hobby wise. Nice. So with Glenn, uh, with your with your um, Rhino, yeah. So you put you put on what was it called again? The base, sorry. So the, f- I, the base there is uh, it's a color called the Fang. So do you still need to go over that with something else? Or are you going to just say, well, I'm going to leave it that colour? No, that, that's going to be it. Now, what I'll do is I'll edge <clears> highlight and maybe do some other highlights with rust grey and fenrisian grey. Um, yeah. But that will be the uh, the base colour now. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, pretty good going. Uh, like yeah. as I said, it's taken a while, but we'll get there. What, um, what loadouts can you have on the top weapons? So you can have... Um, well, if it's a rhino, you just get the uh, the bolter and or the heavy bolter and the um, missile, so you can have like a hunter killer missile on it. Yeah. Um, but if you use the razorback loadout, then it's you can also have a dual las cannon or dual heavy bolter. I believe. Yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, any anything else, mate? Do you want to add? I think that's it for the hobby roundup for me. As I said, it's been a pretty quiet one since our last pod. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dave, how oh. much money have you sunk into uh, terrain? Here we go. I'm not at liberty to answer that question. <laughs> Just in case the missus stumbles across the podcast. A fair amount recently. Um, obviously, this is the Battle of Sanctum that I've painted up. Um, and as... As Tom will tell you, I'm quite pleased with myself. Quite pleased with how it's come out. It took ages. It was a bit of a, a labour of love. I probably sunk probably about 15 hours into the actual sanctum itself and the statue. Um, and there's not huge amounts of detail in it, really. It's just a very big um, piece of terrain. Obviously, you can see in the second picture there, you can see Grimaldus. Um, <clears throat> Heading into insignificance in the middle of it, so well, I'm quite pleased. I think that it, it sets a good scene along with the um, 
of Imperialis Ruins that I've got. I think it was quite obviously we had the um, few games today. So I'm quite pleased with epic, how it all looks together. I was really surprised with how good it actually looked. I mean, mm. I remember Thanks. your other piece of um, terrain. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that other piece of terrain you've done before, which was sort of like at the precursor to this, it was very similar. But this one, mm. I think you've absolutely nailed it. Thank you. How, how long did it take you to paint? Probably about, all in all, about 15 hours. So, okay. A bit like, a bit like the book. <laughs> so, and at times it was just, it was complete, yeah, because there's only, um, so based, um, based, I primed it with um, Grace here. And then. That must have been all, nearly a whole can, mate. I mean, it was a fair amount, yeah, for all of it. And then. It was Wraith Bone and all the sort of stony bits, um, Retributor Armour or Retributor Gold on the gold bits, obviously. And then Black Contrast and all the other bits, um, a washing Agrax and a dry brush. There's obviously a few details in there with a few other colours, but <clears> yeah, so it's just because they're so large, it just took forever and ever. Yeah. So. Um, it, it looks awesome, mate. And it looks just as good in, in person as well. Yes. It really does because you really details and everything on, on this one, it's like the tiny little details, the lights you've done. You've painted, um, I don't know what them things are, but you painted them red, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the little candles around the statue and all that, mate. So you've gone into yeah. quite a lot of detail there, I think. Yeah, I did, I did try, I did try, so I'm glad that it's getting noticed. I'm surprised <laughs> how actually how big it all is as well. Hmm. Yeah, it was enormous. That's the thing is I, I didn't realise it was as big when I got it, um, but I'm quite pleased with it. I still think I would I would have got it if I knew how big it was anyway. I just would have given myself more time to actually do it because it got a bit got to the point where I got home last night about eleven o'clock and sat down knowing how to finish it off. And I was thinking, oh god, for <laughs> sake. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm pleased with it overall. I'm glad it came out like that. What's next on your list of things to do? I am going to go back to my Primaris. It's been ages since I've done any of those. Um, so, obviously, as we're starting to get a few more games in, I'm relying on my first form because they're all fully painted. Um, so, I'm going to paint up a few more of my Primaris. Probably just going to go with Intercessors next. I bought some assault, uh, Intercessors as well. So, I'll get them done. And then um, I've got loads built. I just need to get around to painting it. So, but yeah, Primaris next so that I can get a few lists on those. Cool, cool. Um, awesome. Glenn, you didn't send me any pictures, so we assume that you've done no painting. That is correct. That is my standard. <laughs> okay, so... Um... Uh, I was more list building and taking stuff out to get ready for the games and then just sort of didn't have time to do any painting. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we saw your... Um your uh, couple of lists today and literally everything was just unpainted except one thing which had a net thrown over it. <laughs> no, let's be fair. Some of the guards, I think about yeah, they were. You're of right. the 20-odd guardsmen yeah. were painted. Uh, some, el- some else had uh, some stages done to it. Yeah, the Marines. Uh, to be fair, the captain was also on his way to being painted for the Marine Army, but yeah, that's all stuff I've done. You say Marine Army. Army. <laughs> we'll get some Marine in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Um, 
your it salamander codex. So it was uh, <laughs> your blue salamander. Yes. <laughs> Talking of blue, um, so I haven't painted anything for about six weeks since I ran out of stuff. And then Tom reminded me, he gave me a, a kit-bashed Death Guard um, Plague Marine Champion a while ago. Before you put this up, this was yeah. one of the worst things I've ever kit-bashed. I'm sorry, I have to say. I bought a lot of good stuff, like cool little shoulder pads and all that, and I tried to put it together, and it just looked like there was something wrong with him. I mean, I know, you know, Death Guard, maybe I can get away with that, but... He, he had some gangly legs, but otherwise... he was And a right. big arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, power fist, but... Yeah, so he's not he's not going into my normal army. I wanted to try something different, so here we go. Where's that monstrosity? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a heresy? <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. But um, he was feeling a bit blue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's not really anything else to say about that. But uh, shall we? Let's move away from him, shall we? Um, so the only other thing I went, Hang on, before, I just wanted to say, how did you find it painting it a colour that was different? I mean, because you're so used to obviously painting a Death Guard now. Is this the first time, other than when you very first started and did your tiny Imperial Fist guy? Yeah. Is this the first time you painted another colour, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. Um, it was fine. Um, it, it was a bit weird. I think when I um, undercoated him, I was a bit close. So on the front, mm-hmm. um, on his sort of chest plate, it wasn't very smooth. Um, and when I was putting it on, that was sort of getting on my nerves a little bit. But actually, once I got into it, uh, it was fine. I didn't take like ultimate time or, or care with it. Yeah. Do you feel know. like you learned anything new by doing it though at all? Or just like, not really? Are you just like, oh, I know I want to stay away from that? I, I tell you what I learned. I hate painting fully assembled models. That was awful. Mm. Uh, it was a nightmare. Um, that's, uh, that's it I mean no not really it was the only real difference there is the blue and the uh, and the gold rim um, but no it was alright it was just nice to like get back into painting before like, I start going back to everything being green um, but other than that I went to um, a local Warhammer shop and picked up the next three issues of uh, Marius Calgar um, which I haven't read yet I've got the next three. Um, and then I picked up the data cards as well, um, which I didn't even use today. So £15 well spent. Uh, and obviously I picked up the new codex for you, Glenn, for your... Yeah. Um, yeah, the Admec one. Yeah. And then they gave me um, a free coin, because I spent like 60 quid in the end. They gave me a free coin, which I gave to you. I can't remember what it was for. Uh, it's uh, Bellacore. Yeah, and then they gave me a um, disassembled um, gift in a box, um, which is just a assault intercessor. So I've got another um, marine. Maybe I'll do him in Death Guard Green for. So I've got one of each. But yeah, uh, and then Glenn very kindly, I was looking for um, a um, playcaster. And Glenn told me he had one, and he's given me all this stuff. So there's uh, two sprues of Poxwalkers there. There's basic, basically it's the uh, nurgly half of the Dark Imperium box that you're giving me, um, plus a rhino. So yeah, I've got loads to crack on with now. Thank you very much. Um, I've already started on the rhino, doing little bits and pieces. Um, so that'll be my next project. Did you decide um, 
what what chapter the uh, the Space Marine skull was going to be. Oh well, I I put a vote up, and I got I basically got a different answer for everyone. I got I got a Blood Angel. I got a um, a Templar. Uh, I got. Was it you who said about white scars? I, I said white scars or uh, grey knights because I, I knights. looked up who Mortarian disliked the most. Oh really? And uh, uh, he's, he's he's obviously got a beef with everyone, but he had one with uh, Jagatai as well, and I thought yeah, that was maybe. Uh, and he doesn't like psychers, so that was the grey knight side of it. Ah, uh, fair enough. Uh, no, I haven't decided yet. Um, so maybe I'll I'll take I'll take your guys. Opinions into consideration. Make it ultra ultramarine just to piss that guy off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thematically that would work with the Dark Imperium set, right? Because that's yeah, you know that's that's where he, that's that's where they went. Yeah, I mean, whatever I decide today, my mind will be changed by the time we get around to painting it. So we'll, we'll just it'll be a nice surprise for the next pod if we get there. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think that's pretty much everything. I've got plenty to work on now, so. Thank you very much. Um, hopefully, um, you won't be embarrassed by what I produce. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Tom, moving on to you, mate. Oh, I've got quite a bit. So, obviously, this guy, I am. Um, well, we I knew we was going to meet up today and have a couple of little games. So, I wanted to use this character that I kit bashed quite a while ago. Tried to make him look like a thirty k blood angel. Uh, so I rebased him. I mean, as you can see. Like, I don't know why, but I had a thing for putting people on pieces of slate that um, weren't the right size when I first sort of started. So I've taken him off that, um, put him on a little base there, and I used him today, and he was in the winning team. Wasn't he, Glenn? Yeah. So that's pretty much him. Uh, yeah, literally just a rebasing with that, and I put a few... Um, tiny sort of effects on his power fist, which, to be honest, uh, they're not that in-depth, but I think it adds a little bit of colour to him, mm. other than the red. <clears throat> yeah, it, it looks a while. Like when he was playing and he was on the table, like, it stands out, doesn't it? He, he looks better in person. Like, this picture is pretty bad, to be honest, the way uh, the way the, the helmet looks there. I, I had to uh, still had to put quite a bit of um, wash on and things like that after that. Yeah, it looks okay. Uh, and then you've got this one? Right, okay. So the, let me start with the one on the left. I was bored. I've got pieces of Dreadnought all over the place at home uh, from my Furioso that I did. Uh, I went with a, a Librarian Dreadnought from that pack. So I still obviously had the um, the Death Company Dreadnought um, front there. So I've, I tried to make some terrain. And actually, if it wasn't in a complete circle, it would look okay. I think I've just got to rough up the edges a bit and make a few clippings here and there and make it look a little bit, you know, sort of uh, not so circular and I can use it as some terrain so yeah it's basically just a very long dead dreadnought uh, that's obviously buried in the sand yeah the other two obviously my Stormhawk Interceptor that I built along with my Redemptor dreadnought uh, which I've now painted the actual the um, the Stormhawk and primed the Redemptor so hey, I've seen that it was red today it was yeah it was blowing chunks out of my armour <laughs> There will be a picture of that very shortly, but before we get to that, we've also got to meet this fellow. Fred Nolt. Yeah. He is another product of my boredom, and as you can see, the other side of the uh, Fred Nolt that wasn't wasn't used in my kit, which is, I think, just the regular Furioso Fred Nolt, isn't it? The uh, the main part of it. Um, so basically, it was a grey knight body 
and legs that I had um, and some blood angels claws that I wasn't using, don't need. And I made him into that, whatever that abomination is. He'd always wanted to be a dreadnought. He'd seen it. He'd seen his brother dreadnoughts and he was uh, jealous. So he went scavenging and turned himself into one, sort of. When did your Sanguine Reapers start to get an orc mentality? Well, that's, that's very like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. You've got to remember, I've, I've still got an orc starter set. So I am kind of, you know, I'm, I'm edging that way. That is my next thing. So I thought, why not go in between? So, yeah, maybe he is an orc. No one's seen his face in years. Are you going to paint him up? Is he going to be... Uh, yeah, definitely going to paint him. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But... um. I mean, he's, yeah, I suppose he's going to have to be in the colours of uh, Blood Angels because it's a Blood Angel front of a Dreadnought. So, yeah, I suppose I'll just paint him normally like I would. Could I use him for anything? I mean, could I just say he's a captain with double power claws? I could, couldn't I? If they was yeah, okay I, with it. I, he's got a head yeah. behind that thing. I don't see why not. I mean, it's... it's... It's I think just, it's, it's just the model, right? It, it doesn't matter, yeah. right? You could, you yeah. know, it, it depends who you're playing against, but you know, you could have a lump of blue tack and say that it's a dreadnought. Yeah, just yeah. Like yeah. No, well, I don't think I would take into a competition. The the weapon loadout is official. You've got yeah. double lightning claws. That's a legal weapon loadout. So yeah, even if you just make him a, I don't know, bloody sergeant in a unit of terminators, if you really want. True. Yeah. It's just an extravagant helmet, really, isn't it? Just like Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so that's Fred Norton. And actually, do you know what? The weird thing about him, I've done so many, I think I've done over 300 posts on my Instagram, and he's got the second most likes ever. <laughs> just some random figure that I've kitbashed, but, you know. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so this is my Redemptor Dreadnought that I use today. Um primed and obviously i've got two um five-man squads of um assault terminators as well blood angels assault terminators which are primed for today just so that when we played at least you could see they were red and they were on you know one side because i think gray plastic looks awful no offense glenn and uh then there's my two I had very, little gray, right? <laughs> very true very true just the three dreadnoughts and um yeah just so their arms. just their arms uh, yeah, and then the other two in front I've uh, built and primed, ready for painting my two assassins, my Culexus and my, oh, I always forget this guy, Eversaw. Eversaw, yeah. Assassin, so I've primed them as well. <clears throat> Not a lot more to say about them. Okay. Right, okay, so there's my Stormhawk Inceptor uh, painted, and I'll admit it, much like uh, Shane with his Rhino, I pretty much did the same thing. I sprayed it. I've got some cheap um, red, uh, what is it, like primer, um, very cheap stuff. It's, 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 to be honest, it's hard to paint over, but if you're just washing over the top of it, it's fine. So I used that uh, and just to get it tabletop ready, really. I wasn't too bothered about how it looks. It's, I only really care about characters now. So, yeah, it looks okay, and it's uh, tabletop ready. And the other two guys, I'm thinking of going into... To, <laughs> or en- trying to enter a diorama competition at some point. And they were going to be what I was going to use, um, sort of Psyker against Psyker, Librarian against, was it? Farseer. Farseer, Farseer yeah. yeah. Farseer. And I was going to put them at two separate sides of a large base, 
um, with some dead bodies of obviously Eldar and Space Marines dotted around and them two just holding their staffs up and trying to think of how to put some sort of, I don't know, psychic effects into play, but I haven't really thought about how to do that yet. So at the moment, they're just laying on the side. Uh, we'll see where that goes. I'm not even sure. Yeah, I like the, is it the Storm Talon? Is that what it is? Storm? Yeah, it's a it's a Stormhawk Inceptor, Storm I think Inceptor, but it can be built two different ways. So you can have this model, which is the Inceptor, or you could go the other way and have a Storm, is it a gunship, Stormhawk gun, gunship, or Storm Talon gunship? Oh, That's yeah, the one Storm here. Talon. So you've got yeah. the Storm Talon or the Storm Hawk. I don't, I don't know, obviously, what it looks like in real life, but looking at the picture, like it, it's got a really, well, what I think anyway, really nice weathered look to it. It looks like it's, you know, something that's been flying around like a dusty planet. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I thought since I wasn't putting too much effort in, I thought that would be the best way to go to make it yeah. look like it's got some effect on it. So, like I say, I, I primed it all in the red, which is actually very, very similar to the Mephiston red anyway. Okay. Um, like I say, it's more difficult to paint over and it's more difficult to strip. But if you're just doing it to, um, and then I dry brushed it with um, a lead belcher, uh, all like literally all over, and oh, okay. then also washed it in null, null oil all over to make it that grimy look. And I think that you know lets you get away with it a little bit that you haven't put in too much detail work. No, I think it, I think it looks good. Cheers, man. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got one more. Right, and these have been. Um, long in the pipeline of getting ready. They, to be honest, I lost all motivation with these because I really enjoyed building them and sorting the pieces to put together to make my own 10-man uh, Vanguard veteran squad with jump packs, obviously. Uh, so building them was fun, priming them was fun, using them was fun, but the painting was just so boring to me because of the proper batch painting. Um, so I've got them tabletop ready again. Um, and yeah, they're ready to go, really. I've still got a little bit. I think I'll go back to them at some point to put some more details in because I do I, I, I do like the idea of them being like a real cool elite unit looking really awesome but there's quite a few bits and pieces that I've missed out so far but yeah they're ready I for the table one of the models because there's only nine there <laughs> yeah you got a point <laughs> the other ones <laughs> to, to be honest right forgive me well I've got, I've got as you saw today a massive plastic box full of all of my army from taking them around your place. So it's probably in there somewhere. Well, it is in there somewhere. Um, yeah. And I, and uh, as you know, John, I sent this picture through last minute. Yeah. So, yeah. I was sort of rushing around going, oh, what have I forgot? So what, what yeah. coloured blue do you use for the, uh, for the power fists? <gasps> my own mix. Oh, really? It's, it's not really my own mix. I mean, basically all I did is, I can't remember what the colour was called. Right. Okay. So there's, Vallejo silver, just the yeah. basic silver. Uh, and then what colour was it? I think I think it was called Magic Blue, Vallejo Magic Blue. And I just basically squeezed them together in mm. one of the little dripper pods that you can uh, pots that you can buy. Um, added a little bit of flu- quite well, actually quite a bit of flow aid as well into it. So it's almost like a wash. And because it's quite strong, surprisingly, the blue is quite strong. Yeah. Um, it goes on quite nice, but also there is a very slight sort of shimmer of, from the silver as well. Very slight. You can barely notice it, but and if you twist it in the light, it is there. And then I dry brush it as well with um, usually uh, some, some white, but it's probably, uh, what is it, the skull whites, not the, not the pure whites. That would be a little bit too strong. Mm. And I just dry brush the, uh, the fists. 
It looks pretty cool. It does, it's, it's something I've, it's almost like, I don't know if anyone's, I know it's a little bit off topic, anyone's ever played Skyrim and you've got stuff called Stalrim in it? Yeah. It's, yeah, so Glenn knows what I'm talking about. So it sort of looks similar to that close up and that's what I was going for. But yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen the blue in some of your other posts and I've always wondered where, like, yeah, whether it's a, what the power swords. Yeah, I use it for everything, and in my in my mind, it's almost like it, it, this. That's the one color for weapons and, and anything like that that I think sets off the red because the red can be a little bit boring when everything's just the same. Mm. So I like to have that point of uh, you know at least something interesting is going on to draw the eye. Mm. Very cool. Really nice. Uh, and then you um, you downloaded and or well, you've got hired gun, haven't you? Yes, I have. How's your experience of that? It's like like every game. I mean, I wouldn't say every single game, but like most games, when anything's first released, I mean, especially Games Workshop. I mean, I'm not being horrible or anything, but we know what bugs they get with certain things. And I've been looking at some of the responses online and stuff, and some people have been really overly hard. You know the way people are on the internet, especially about Games Workshop. Yeah. They're like, oh, they've released it when it's not ready. And actually, there are bugs with it, but it's not a massive budget game. It cost me £28. I mean, what's a game now? Is it sometimes like 50 quid now? So it's, it's not a high budget game. It's 28 quid. It's built apparently by like an indie, an indie company. And it's not bad for the money. It's a really good game, I think. There are some bugs, but they will be ironed out, hopefully. And if they're not, you haven't lost too much money. I really enjoyed playing it. I played it for about five hours with no bugs, hardly any bugs at all. And then all of a sudden I got three or four bugs and it just, it put me off playing with it for a while. Went back on it again later on in the day and it was fine again. So it's just one of them things. Some people have got nothing happening wrong with it. Other people have got um, literally a bug every five minutes by the sound of them. But um, I don't think it's really that bad. I actually think it's a really decent game. And some of the, the I mean, the atmosphere in it is phenomenal. You, it's, it was never going to be a perfect game for that price. They would never charge £28 for the perfect, say, I don't know, like a Witcher 3 or, a, you know, a Skyrim of its day. It wasn't high budget like that. But it, it, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And obviously, I like the, uh, you've got the, you can upgrade your Cyber Mastiff that you've got there. You can upgrade yourself. The weapon, the weapons are decent. They're good. They're interesting. But there's not much as much of a selection as I probably would have liked myself. And you can't fight. Probably my biggest gripe is you can't fight with a specific melee weapon. You have you have a power that lets you use a melee weapon mm. in battle, which is the power knife you can see him holding in that poster there. But there isn't. You can't, for example, draw a sword and go to battle like melee. It's up away. It's, it's all guns, apart from uh, if you get close up like an assassin, then you can stab him with a knife. But yeah, it's decent. Mm. Would you rambling on there? I would definitely recommend it, to be honest. But 28, like I say, again, 28 quid, it's not expensive. Yeah. And I also think there'll be, there'll, there's going to be some DLCs for it, possibly, people mm. have said. So by that time, maybe, you know, if everything's ironed out, it's definitely worth it, I think. Yeah. But it's only Is been it... out a week, hasn't it? And normally, you yeah. know, as I said, they'll have a patch or whatever in the next couple of weeks that should hopefully fix a few yeah. of those glitches that people are having. Um, Literally. And then, then, I, then I might give it a look, because as I said, I think, with with a lot of games workshop games, you, you know, we're they, they're just going to take our money, right? We're gonna we're gonna pay for it anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the fact that it's you know, I think for a general 
someone buying this game who is not aware of Games Workshop or Necromunda or any of the law or anything like that might be like not as happy with it. But I think anyone that is aware of Necromunda, the narrative and all that sort of stuff, you're going to get a lot more out of it. So as you said, I think yeah. for that price, it's probably worth a go. And I think just specifically for the atmosphere, if you, uh, it's not, it's not perfect. If you're looking for something, you know, 4K, everything looks exact. It's not that, but it is still breathtaking. I mean, some of it, you, if you get a good frame rate and everything, it looks spectacular. And you've got, I'm sure you've seen some of the um, the trailers and that where you've got them these yeah. enormous like grav trains, and and re- literally your controller shakes when you're next to one, and it's like boom straight past you. And it is it is very atmospheric, and it, and it does give it does look how I imagine one of those hive um, cities or like would look, you know. So can you play on? Out. Can you play online with others, or is it just campaigns? No, I, I think I think I mean to be honest, I haven't looked too much into it. There was there wasn't a lot to select from. I didn't go into it. I just went straight into the campaign. But I'm pretty sure it's just at the moment, at least yeah. single player. But correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, whoever. Cool, fair enough. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much time to play video games. I mean, the only time I play is when I play Death Room with you guys. What, you mean when we're all drunk and stumbling around in the dark? <laughs> yeah, and Dave's just screaming at us. Yeah. <laughs> Follow, Follow me, brothers. <laughs> that was horrific the other night. Actually, do you know what? Let me just quickly tell the story, just for you guys who don't know. Me, Dave and John went on Death Room. And just to wind one of the really high level uh, guys up, Dave was continuously spamming, follow me, brothers, no matter where he was going. And this guy was just like, what is going on? But yeah, it was hilarious. He had to be there. We just get abused by Dave because he either wants you to follow him immediately or, or he's shouting at you when you get into a battle and then you come down to help him. He tells you off for taking his position. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just getting shout- you can't do right by him. You're just getting shouted at. So I just start, walk around smashing doors down. That, I've got to admit, that was bloody annoying. <laughs> we, me and Dave sealed all the doors off, trapped everything out. We was like, right, okay. And then Dave was obviously spamming, spamming follow me, brothers. And then John come along and smashed all the doors down, let everything back in. I like to, yeah, I like to wait till you guys have walked off a bit, smash the door down, and then you're like, oh, how are they getting behind us? Uh, and obviously the, the mystery disappears <laughs> for that. quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so while we're on video games, I suppose we should talk about um, the Skulls event that's just happened. So as we said, uh, we're moving on to the Skulls event that just happened. Who did watch it or who didn't watch it? Yeah, I, did. I watched the live stream. Yeah. Um, oh, what, no. what, did, what did you guys think like, of all the sort of announcements and releases? I wasn't really sure what to expect, but I feel like a lot of it was updates and <laughs> DLC content and not too much in the way of new games, although there was a couple. Yeah, I watched it on um, YouTube pretty much as soon as they posted it. So I don't know whether it, because it was half an hour, so I don't know if that took longer on the live stream, Glenn. I don't know if it was, like, whether uh, they talked between each video like they normally do, or did they just run it straight through? There was a couple of people popped up to, I, I didn't see the YouTube stream. It might just have been a recording of what they yeah, put up. Um, but yeah, no, there was no kind of people sort of comparing the thing it was pretty much just video 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 yeah um yeah it was was quite a bit of dlc for stuff some for 
very good games, to be fair. Mm. Um, mm. But, like you say, there was a lot of... This is for a game that's already out. There wasn't a lot of, look at the new shiny thing. Mm. Well, I watched it on Twitch. It was really weird because, obviously, we had uh, Warhammer Fest where it was the two hosts. Yeah. And you, there was like an intro and it was very structured. So I watched it on Twitch. So they did half an hour of trailers uh-huh. with not a lot of explanation, but then they did do a, a hosting thing. So I can't remember the guy's name, but he does a lot of the, the painting tutorials now. He does the painting. Yeah, I think the YouTube yeah. thing was exactly the same then. Yeah, and then he was with a girl, I can't remember her name, and then they talked about stuff. But they didn't talk about every trailer that came out. They talked about a couple of bits from that and then some different stuff. And it was a very weird disjointed experience i thought it felt quite i mean it was half an hour but it felt like they were trying to pack a lot in but what mm. they packed in was maybe some of it was very surface level um yeah. but as i said there were a few bits in there that uh, like made me um raise raise the eyebrow and go that's quite interesting and, and like you know i talk about combat cards but that is running like its own skulls kind of promotion at the same time so it yeah, I think it, it's almost more for the developers that make this stuff. It's you know they get involved in it as a way that they get their stuff pushed, um, which is why I don't know it felt quite quick and not really announced until suddenly I saw the video and was like, oh, this was happening. Yeah, um, but it's, you know. it's weird because even at the time they were like, I don't really know how they work, and but they were like, oh, we haven't got a lot of time to talk about anything, so. When they were talking, they were just prattling through. It's like, well, you're on Twitch. Like, it's, I don't think it's costing them anything to do. They could have, mm. if they're really that interested, they could have sat there for as long as they wanted and mm. talked about things in a bit of depth and really sold it rather than just be like, this is this moving on, this is this moving on, which is, I find that even with Warhammer Fest, I find it very weird how they were just, here's 40 minutes of what's coming up and that's it. it was, I feel like their presentation's a bit weird. Anyway, that's just my. my... <laughs> I can't Sorry. comment. I don't yeah. really know what they used to do before. I mean, take note, Games Workshop. <laughs> we'll, we'll breeze through what they did. Um, what they did announce. Um, so, mostly, um, so some updates here um, for Total Warhammer Two and Total Warhammer Three, and then Underworld. So it's just like DLC. Mm-hmm. Does anyone play any of these at all, or got anything to really go into? No, I, I don't play. I know Total War is is like well liked uh, in in the, the the I suppose game playing community of Warhammer, mm. um, and I know like as I mentioned earlier, like I was I've been playing Rights of War, which is kind of like a precursor to these. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, I know I know I know I, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people that will be really pleased that this is coming, but. Yeah, I, I don't play them. Yeah. I think uh, it's like a couple more factions and missions for all, all of it, really. So if you're playing them already, you're just going to get a bit more of what you already love. Mm. Um, but, I think yeah. the um, the Total War Three that is a new game. That's not a DLC pack. That is the new ones coming out. Yeah. Uh, I think it's is it in the the current age now as well, whereas the previous Total War games were the old world. Yeah, so I think. I think you're uh, right. I think from memory of watching the video, it, it seemed to be like the Stormcast and all that kind of stuff. So in that kind of realm, or I could be mixing up with something else that I watched. But yeah, it'd be it'd be good to see because I like the Total War games mm. for Warhammer. Uh, but it, I just found it really funny that 
the first Total War Warhammer game that came out came out after they'd already gone to Age of Sigmar. So you still had like Carl Franz and the as the Emperor and the, all of the stuff that is from the old world. But you then go, oh, cool, I want to get that. And oh, no, the game's not like that anymore. Oh, okay, right. It's a bit, hmm. a bit daft. But yeah, obviously they decided to change the system when the game was still in development. The only thing I know about Total War is that there's an absolute shed load of cinematics and stuff that you can look, yes. look at on YouTube. <laughs> there are, I think, I mean, this is before all of this come out. There was at least, a, I think it was 45 minutes or so of it before all of the new ones, and that was probably a couple of years ago. <laughs> so God knows where yeah, there is now, at least over an hour, I'd say. Yeah, Total War games are amazing. I haven't actually played the Warhammer ones, but I'm a big oh, fan of games. So I think that they they would do it justice. And, some, and from what I've seen, gameplay as well is really good. Um, I th- I'm considering actually getting one of these because I love the Total War games yeah. and this is the first sort of announcement that I've had while I've been in the hobby so, so is it online Dave? Is it all online or is it like do you, you play against no, the computer no, or so you can choose? Usually for the, for the Total War and I think it's the same for these ones as well is there's like a campaign where it's very much um, sort of like it's a turn base um, and you've basically got to conquer as much as you can of the world um, but then you can have online battles as well Oh, cool. And then you can just basically, yeah, very, very similar to um, sort of how you would play on the tabletop, I guess, rather than turn-based. This is very tactical and points after match. So I think it'd be awesome. So I'm definitely looking at getting um, the Warhammer game. Cool. Cool. Um, right. And then some more um, other stuff that they come up with. So the first one is Tempest Fall, which is like a VR game. Um, for Age of Sigmar, and it said on there quite clearly it's still a work in progress. And I think, I mean, as much as you want to sort of immerse yourself into the world and fight, like hopefully by the time this game comes out, the, the graphics and the gameplay will look a bit nicer than it did in the in the trailer because it looks a bit disjointed and glitchy. But otherwise, it's, uh, but does that always know. happen on Twitch anyway and on YouTube and all that sort of thing? Doesn't it usually? Everything's compressed or whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever they say. I don't know, and it's so early with that one as well. Like, um, mm. you know, with the with it being VR as well, because I think there might have been this. There might have been another VR one, but anyway, yeah, there's, yeah, there's another VR for forty k coming up. It looked looked a bit wonky as well, but I'm I'm mm. sure as it as it comes forward, it will it will get a bit better. Yeah, it's like because it said it clearly said like work in progress, but yeah, you'd like to think you're come out with something a little bit more cleaner to make people want to buy it. So when, hopefully closer to the time they'll release some more, more footage. Um, and then, does anyone have Vermintide 2? Yeah. played it? I've got uh, Vermintide it. 1, Vermintide 2. Never you, played any, either of them. Because I've, I've got Vermintide I, 2, I, I think. Played, I played the first one, and in all honesty, yeah. I know some people like it. It's all online. I didn't even know that when I bought it. But <laughs> I did try it out, and... I just it's it's really nice when you hit something with a hammer. It makes a nice crunching sound, but there's not a lot to the game, in my opinion, unless you've got a group of mates online who play it, who you play it with, sort of yeah. like Deathwing. So yeah. I sort of went off it quite quick, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, well, they come out with two new um, DLC packs for that. So if you if you want to go back into it, there's a bit more there for you. I don't really know too much about it to to add. Um, 
And then there was Storm Ground, which is apparently the first ever Age of Sigma strategy war game. Yeah, um, that is that is the first. Yeah, that's the first one that features Age of Sigma um, yeah. at its launch, which I can't remember when they first started going on about it. It's a couple of weeks ago now, but yeah, that I remember them going on about being the first one at that point. Um, yeah, so it's just basically uh, pick an army and, and build it and and battle on that. And I think the the three you can take for now are Night Night Haunt, Maggotkin, and Stormcast Eternals mm. um, to to start with and, and work your way through. Um, and then you had Soul Arena, which is like it reminded me of like Clash Royale, where it's just cartoony yeah. looking characters, um, and they just sort of all go battling in a small arena. And I guess it just is what it is, really. Hope hope you pick the stronger ones, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, another game for your phone. And then the last one on this page is uh, Silver Tower, which apparently uh, adapted from a board game into a video game. Anybody played Silver Tower? Uh, I played. played- yeah, I've, I've played Silver Tower as well. A few games of it. It's quite quite a nice little mechanic. I enjoy playing it. Mm. Is it a book as well, Silver Tower? It rings a bell as a book. I don't know why. There's probably associated books to go along with the um, the box game. Same as they, you know, they brought okay. out Dark Imperium books for yeah. the Dark Imperium launch and things like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think there is a couple of tie-in novels at least. Um, from what you saw, do you reckon it translate from board game to PC all right? This, yeah, is, this I... is the expansion, so it's already kind of... It's uh, already out? It's already, the, the main, the base game's already available online. Yeah. Right, okay. Cool. Uh, and then, if it, I think that's it for all the Age of Sigmar and Old World stuff, so um, then we have um, Warhammer Lost Crusade. Has um, anyone played this yet? Which, yeah, yeah. No. it's it's not like the trailer at no. all. Every time I see the trailer, I'm like, oh, I really want this, and then I play yeah. the game. I down, but downloaded it about three times and deleted it three times. Oh. Yeah, because you forget. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is awesome. Oh no, that's this crap again. Oh. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because this is already out. I think the only reason they put this in was just to say now you can get it if you live in America. That was the only real additional point. I think they. They put this well, one. I still follow the game on Facebook and they have really gone like all out doing loads of stuff for the Skulls um, week. So there's loads of campaigns and giveaways and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, not enough to make me go back and actually play the game again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we've obviously got Hired Gun, um, which we spoke about in the main part of the pod. Um, and we've got um, Chaos Gate Demon Hunters, um, which looks pretty good, I think. Uh, Grey Knights going out hunting demons. So that was the Aaron Dembski Bowden written one. Is that the one? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Is that not a follow up to that? <laughs> no, no, that's it. Yes, it was him. That's the one, that's this, <laughs> the one where, where I think there's footage of it as well that's now doing the rounds as a meme. Where it's uh, really? like the, yeah, the Grey Knight as he loads up like one of his gauntlets, and it's like me <laughs> preparing to go and um, spend a family size takeaway budget on plastic soldiers, and like that's, <laughs> that's, that's, like loaded up and going out to Games Workshop. That's quite quite funny. Cool, cool. Cheers, mate. Um, right, so the next one I'm quite excited to get um, Dark Tide. 
the story's been written by Dan Abnett, who did a bit of a um, introduction to it. Um, what does everyone think about this one? Pissed off. Why? <laughs> it's not on the PlayStation. Oh. oh. Is, this, yeah. is this the, uh, the, the what's it called one? Um, the VR one? No. No, no, this is no. this is this is the forty k version of Vermintide, isn't it? More or less, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's the. I, I haven't played yeah. Vermintide. Yeah, it 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 is. It's like the um, what's the other game? Uh, Left for Dead. So it's like the you know you're a group horde mode, the group yeah. thing, group yeah. of guys or you know group of characters, and just fighting a load of bad guys. And as you said, it says it is it is the forty k version of Vermintide. Okay, because it's. Yeah. Because oh, he said, um, like with this one, if it's the same, because uh, you have to rely on your teammates to get through this. Yeah. Like, so you can play with up to three mates, and then it's like you all have your specific skills that are going to get you to the end. And if you just run off and do your own thing and you're greedy, like when you play games with your older brother or younger brother and you want all the loot and stuff, that's not, that's not going to benefit you here. Um, so a little similar to Deathwing as well, then. I was going to say, based on Deathwing experiences, oh, uh, yeah. you three might struggle. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were <weren't... laughs> you, brothers. At least you can't have that in it. But it depends. Similar. <laughs> when we're when we're less drunk, we work pretty well together. It's it's the more we we sort of tunnel downwards. Well, me and Dave done quite well when you left. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought. <laughs> you said yeah, that last time. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know what happened to be honest when you left. Yeah. But I like, I like the sound of this one because like you start off as a, a prisoner and then the Inquisition come to get your get you for your skills and you can earn their trust by going and killing people for them on missions and that. And so does anyone know what you can actually play as? Because it looked to me there's obviously like I don't know like an ex um, soldier, uh, an Ogryn. It looked yeah, like there is an Ogryn, um, possibly a, a female warrior of some sort. But I don't know what the other two were after them. I think it's just specifically humans. You are yeah. guardsman because Dan Abnett went off mm. on on about speaking about humans, not mm. super soldiers, things like that. You are a man or a woman, probably, oh, or an Ogryn. I don't know if the Ogryn's an actual playable uh, character. He might. I be. think he is. I think, I think he's, he's he's like your tank, uh, tank, tank kind of. You know, like you you get in all of these games, you get different archetypes, right? Or archetypes and the Ogryn's the tank. You've got the soldier, you've got like your spy and you you know, your assassin type characters. Um and he's he's the tank, uh, from what I understand. So he can take a lot, but um he's gonna be slow and cumbersome and that's why you, you know he's yeah. not particularly stealthy. Mm. A good ally to fight the chaos in the hive city, but other than that I think it, this will be a really good game if you're into that type of game. I think that's yeah. that's the thing. But it, as I said, yeah, I think you've got to be into those sort of horde mode um, collaborative games. If, if that's not your that's not your thing, you you know you might struggle. Mm. I want this, but without having to play with other people. That's exactly it. That's why. <laughs> that's that's. I don't like online gaming with other people. You might be able to play with uh, computerized characters on your team. Yeah, well, if it's if it's the same as. Um, Sorry, second sorry. Vermintide game. Uh, obviously, I've, I've played that without, you know, other people. But yeah, I'd, I wanted to not make me play online. Mm. It's not like Glenn's unsociable or anything, though. Look, I was sociable today. That is me for the next couple of weeks, probably. 
um, and then we've got um, the new Blood Bowl, Blood Bowl 3 coming out. Yeah, I, I can't wait for this one. Like, I'm really looking forward to this. Let's just hope my PC runs it. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I, I had a look straight afterwards, and it's it's not out for a while. So they they yeah no it's early next year. Isn't it? Yeah, they they really like put this up early, but I'm I'm very keen to to get it as soon as it's available. Have you got one and two? Yeah, uh, I have had. So I, I had one originally when it was out on the PSP, and I've got two on the PlayStation now. Because they were saying like mm. this is going to fix a lot of issues they had with two. So was two not as good as one? If, or? So the the guys that make it, Cyanide Studios, they're they're, they're like a lot of the developers you get. They're, they're quite a small developer, and there's lots of glitches. But it, it, it's quite one of those things that if you love the game, you see past some of the glitches because sure. you just you just want to want to play it. And um, I really liked it, so I didn't really care that you know sometimes my save disappeared or I had to go and save a couple of times to make sure, or you know missed a skill here or there. You know there were all these little glitches, but Ultimately, it's still just really good to play Blood Bowl, so that that you know you, you get through it. And I'm from what okay. what I've heard is that this is just an improvement on everything and brings in some of the mechanics from the uh, latest tabletop version. Yeah, the new season. Mm. Mm. And to be and, fair, it was supposed to be out this time, uh, right about this time this year. Uh, but it's just been massively delayed. It's not mm. like they put the advertising up really far in advance. It's just the game, unfortunately, has been delayed. Probably COVID didn't help us development last year. But yeah, yeah, and I, it's, still, I, it's still Warhammer Old World as well, which I which I like. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll ever change the blog. No, no, I don't think so. But it's too not. entrenched. Mm. Uh, and then there was um, Battle Sector one for you, maybe Tom. It's um, some uh, Sisters of Battle and Blood Angels fighting a Tyranid invasion on um, Baal. And um, I, don't, I don't really know what to compare this game to. It was like, sort of a... What style of game is it? I can't remember. Is it turn-based or is it real-time? No, it's turn-based. It turn-based, it's turn-based, based, yeah. It doesn't interest me in the slightest. I'm sorry. No. But there, there are so many games out there. Um and I'm not just talking about Warhammer, games in general, mm. where I, I feel, me personally, that I can get more out of than a turn-based game. And if I wanted to play turn-based, I'll come and play someone at a tabletop game now we can, rather than, you know, digitally. So, no, it doesn't do it for me, unfortunately. But I'm sure you guys, Glenn and Shane, will have a different opinion. I want I want I do want to have a look at this. I've seen a lot of reviews about it. And I, I quite like... So I, I don't mind turn-based games online. I'm I'm okay with it, um, and I do like the look of it. I I think there's a lot. I'd be interested to know how the story is because really for me, when I play these things, it's for the like battle sector, for example, is one where I'd be playing it for the story and for the lore. And I like if you go back to the the old uh, PlayStation was it three Space Marine game, it's the same. You know that, that was a completely different game, but I still loved it because of the story and that you know how mm. it how it unfolds as it goes and it yeah, battle like sector has mm. that you know <clears throat> driving narrative beyond what we already know about the tyranid sort of uh attack on Baal. If it if it just has a compelling narrative then I'll 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 I'd enjoy playing it regardless. But as I said I, I, I don't think I'll buy it as soon as it's out. I'll have a look and cautiously decide whether it's for me. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. 
Um, and then the last slide we have. So this first one, I'm just going to get it. Um, <laughs> shooters, blood and teeth, um, orcs. And it, this looked like, um, did anyone ever play like Metal Slug? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. this, is, this was yeah, Metal this, Slug. And that's all it reminded me of. Yeah, and I, I used to love that. Um, so I'm, I'm going to get this one because Metal Slug with orcs and it just yeah. looked like complete nonsense. Metal Slug. Did you ever play it, Tom? No. Oh, what was it's it on? Just like, um, it was originally an arcade, and then it was out on like, yeah. Neo Geo, and you could get it on um, loads of. So this is like a two D game, then, yeah, or like a you know, yeah, yeah, two D side scroller. Okay. Yeah, and it's literally you just keep your finger on the trigger and just keep blasting, go for it. I mean, these might have a bit more melee, but it just looked it looked really good. Yeah, I might I might get this one on the on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, which is obviously my kids, but oh, every yeah. now and then I pinch it. So that's it. So that's I'll... that's exactly what this game sounds like, isn't it? Something yeah. uh, just on a portable device to keep yourself occupied. That yeah, sounds pretty mm. cool. That's a good idea. That's how I'm going to sell it. I'm going to say I'm getting it for the kids. <laughs> good idea. Um, and then the next VR one was Battle Sister. Um, and this is Battle Sister, Sister Battle, basically going around killing cultists um, in VR. Um, the, the footage they showed was a bit better than the Nighthawk one, but I don't know if it's just like you said, VR in general, when you're watching someone else do it, was a bit wobbly. But there was some cool stuff going on background. You saw some Chaos Marines, some Titans walking around. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get more immersed into the 40k universe. I think they'll probably throw a bit of everything for you to just take in, I guess. Look pretty good. For you guys who watched um, the show, did you see any mention... And obviously, I've got a vested interest because I've got a PlayStation of Sony or a PlayStation and anything. To me, it seems like it was the Oculus, Windows, obviously, like Xbox. I didn't see any mention of that. So I'm getting a bit worried about if anything, everything pretty much. What for that was most or? Um, well, every, a lot of, on the whole program so far, I haven't seen, other than obviously Hide Gun, I haven't seen any mention on the bottom about the uh, PlayStation or Sony. Everything fair, that's linked. A fair amount of the games that were coming out they're either sort of just pc or if it's on the xbox they're on the playstation as well i yeah. think the that last 40k game that we were talking about uh dark thingy dark tide, dark tide. that's not yeah that's it that's not that's that's xbox specific but i think most yeah. of the rest of them um oh, okay. they're either yeah. pc or all consoles okay cool um, so yeah. um yeah and then the last one was Daka Squadron. That's one that's already out. So this was just an update, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I mean, it, it was know. just like a bunch of... Oh. It, does, yeah. it, does, it does. A bunch of orcs flying around in... Yeah. It's yeah. a bit like a little orchard of flying game. Yeah. And they've stolen a bunch of ships from... Uh, there was like... A, they were flying around in a Necron ship, weren't they? In the trailer, one of the cross ones. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, other than that, I mean, so anyone must have game that they've seen from what we've just gone through. I'd like to say Dark Tide if I could have got it. Honestly, if I'd if I had ever get a PC, then I'd probably go for that one out of the lot of them. Uh, For me, it's probably Blood Bowl Three. That would be the one that I'm yeah hanging out for the most. Says that, Dave. Yeah, I'll probably go for um, Warhammer Total War. 
Yeah. Two or three? Two first. And then three. When it comes out. <laughs> Fair enough. And then, yeah, I want to get Shooter's Blood and Teeth for the kids. And yeah. then I'll probably get Dark, dark Tide as well. Yes. <laughs> So that's the um, skulls out of the way. And the last thing we really want to talk about is what we've been doing today, or if you're watching this podcast, two weeks ago. Um, so um, Shane, unfortunately, decided he had better things to do. Um, but the rest of us <laughs> yeah, the rest of us got together at Dave's um, with his <clears throat> new um, scenery, um, and we had a few 500-point games. Um, so we'll just go through sort of, how it went because obviously we've had uh, between me, Tom, and Dave, we've managed to be able to get together and have a couple of tester games. And I know Shane, you've been playing with your oldest um, and losing. Yeah, and <laughs> Tom's been playing with himself a lot as well. Yeah, that I was like the best that, way, mate. It's cheap and easy. That's pre Warhammer, though. He was playing with himself. <laughs> 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 Um, and Glenn, have you, <laughs> have you um, had any, before today, had any games of ninth? No, literally just the, the game I run with you guys last summer was yeah. my only experience of physically playing ninth, but I didn't even yeah. play in that game. Okay. Uh, so like today was sort of really good for, well, for all four of us, I guess, but um, especially me, Dave oh, and Tom, man. because we had, <laughs> well, we won't talk about the results just yet. We'll talk about it. it was good from a point of a learning point of view because we had someone who has experience with the mechanics of the games and quite often told us we were doing wrong or stepped in and quite nicely give us a nudge when we were doing things wrong. Um, so we'll uh, we'll roll we'll roll through um, the first picture. Tom, you sent me this one. Is um, I picked Tom up on the way to Dave's, and this is. Um, Death Guard and Sanguine Reaper. My box of, uh, well, my army that was in a box into a seatbelt. In his, like, was it a booster seat in the back? Yeah, one of the, yeah. <laughs> did did it do the, the job? I suppose that's the question is, did it transport them down there without any casualties pre game? Nothing broke, mm. but they weren't all upright when we finished. <laughs> but you'll notice my boxes in the middle are covered with tea towels to weigh them down without breaking them. So. They were all still upright. The ones I put in there, right? You haven't got anything broken, though, have you, Tom? I haven't checked, to be honest. Um, no, it seems it seems okay with what I've seen. Not like you with your what was it you dropped at the end? One of your plane oh, marines. Yeah, literally, we managed to get through the whole day. And as I'm putting away, lazily, I picked up a handful of marines and threw one on the floor. All I've got to do is glue his arm back on. But uh, the only other thing is, my bloke drone does not travel well. And it I was going to say, did, they, did the drone make it, or oh, did that... Uh... Yeah, I, every time I touch it, a spike falls off. So I'm going to have to get another one, because this, even on its shelf, every time I take a book off the shelf, I end up knocking it, and it goes flying. It's been repaired about six times. But anyway, let's get into... So who played first today? It was um, me, and, me and Tom. Yeah, there we go. Um, well, it was Dave's house, so let him uh, explain what happened, I suppose. Smashed him. Um, <laughs> no, it was very close in the end. It was um, obviously 500 points. He went for a very elite heavy um, Sanguine Reapers um, army, I guess. 
um, with his captain, a lieutenant, and was it five or six Terminators? It was five. It was a squad of five, and then it was with a, a Terminator Ancient as well. Okay. With 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 um, the list, were there any um, any issues with uh, maybe um, not quite le- le- fully legal lists, or did everyone manage to get five hundred points properly tabletop, good to go? With this one, I don't mm. think it was too legal for me. Uh, we we did say beforehand it would just be uh, um, whatever points you have, as long as it's yeah. close enough to five hundred points. But I don't think there would be a battalion I could take on five hundred points to have that many elites. Right. Was this the game where Tom you was like, "Oh, sorry, I think I'm on five oh five and Dave was like, "Yeah, that's fine," and then went up to five oh ten, might changing the model in just so he was slightly above you. Was this the game? No, no, no. Yeah, no. He fair enough. He he put in an extra plasma pistol. I actually in the end went up to five fifteen, and he was on five oh five, so he let me off uh, it for ten points. So it was you then? It was me. I was trying to sneak an advantage, <laughs> but it was the first time I viewed. Um, my terminators with the, my assault terminators with a thunder hammer and a short storm shield. So I thought I'll give them a go, see what happens. Go uh, elite heavy terminator captain terminators with a terminator ancient. So not very imaginative, but and then in terms of in terms of the setup of the day, um, obviously it was just sort of straight up fights, right? No objectives, no yeah other bits and pieces. You know, was was there was there any deep striking or was it just deploy and fight as opposed to any of the shenanigans that you can do? We used everything go through on the list of um of the units, didn't we, Dave? But well, you, yeah, you um you teleported to Terminators, didn't you? Hmm. So okay, he, yeah, you only had the lieutenant and the captain deployed at the start, and I managed quite luckily quite early on to take out the lieutenant um with the dreadnought um who just came around and then he dealt with the captain. And I think that's what sort of won the day in the end because you couldn't get all your buffs. No. Um, well, I had two two plans of action. I mean, I wanted to, obviously, I was relying on deep striking with the five Terminators and the Ancient and then hopefully getting my nine-inch charge in on his, his main force there. Yeah. Um, but for some stupid reason, when I set everything up, uh, I set the captain up on one side and, and the I didn't even think and the l- lieutenant on the other side. So literally the l- lieutenant had to now cross the thing to get over to where everything else was and he was just in the middle of nowhere. So Dave Strednall just ended him basically um, without resistance. Uh, and, and then obviously I didn't make the charge either, Dave, did I? So you pretty much surrounded me. Yeah, I managed to get the charge in, got the extra attacks and yeah. In the end, it was very close because your inbound saves obviously brought it back a lot. You took out the, all of the um, the assault squad and the tactical squad, mm. um, so they've done all right in the end. It was it was getting to a point where I was thinking this is looking really good, and I'm just going to wipe it. Um, but you come back at the end, and obviously um, it was just my dreadnought and Grimaldus in the end. I think mm. the dreadnought came yeah. in and. Yeah, wipe the rest of the squad. So, what was your dreadnought on? I can't remember. Was it two or three wounds, something like that? Yeah, he didn't have many. Yeah, he didn't have many left. No, he was right down. I remember thinking, laughing because when when you surrounded him, but Dave, you surrounded Tom. I was like, well, it's, this is going to be quite quick. And then he just started hacking away. <laughs> uh, I thought he was pulling it back, but then yeah, like you say, victory to the Templars. 
How did you, yeah. in that in that first game, was there anything stand out for either of you in terms of the mechanics or, or what you thought about it? Like, like for instance, the melee combat or anything like that? Was there anything that you thought, okay, that didn't work how I was expecting it to? I think it just, it just, oh, I think for me, it just, um, it highlights mm-hmm. the luck of the dice. Yeah. Is that some of Tom's rolls were awful and the Thunderhammers couldn't do anything and I got away with it a lot. And then he has a couple of good rolls and then just wiped out his squats. So it could have gone the other way, 100%. Um, so yeah, you've got to be very, very careful when it comes to Terminators because. They, they could have easily wiped everything off that table if you got a couple of better rolls. I think for me, though, also, in that first game, because you didn't use all of your Grimaldis um, buffs, did you, at first? No. And I kept forgetting to use my... I had an ancient in there with a banner, but it was pretty much pointless because I didn't use any of it up until the last second. I didn't use any of the uh, the captain's buffs up until I realised he was dead. Um so, yeah, me and Dave both didn't use pretty much any of our extra auras or buffs. So that's at least alerted us to that. And we needed to sort yeah. that out for the next game. Fair enough. Uh, we, didn't have, we didn't have the uh, buff of Glenn at this, for this game. Glenn's a perfect buffer. Helping us through. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so unless anyone, either of you got anything else for this one, move on to game two, which was... The Black Templars versus the Death Guard. Yeah. Good game. Really good game. I enjoyed this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, but this is a list that I've played before um, for the <clears throat> test game. So it's um, 16 Poxwalkers, the Lord of Contagion, five Terminators, and a Plague Surgeon to keep my Terminators. Coming. Don't forget the 18 Stratagems. Uh, uh, well, you say that. I, I was reading from the codex a lot, and then I was reading stuff out that didn't apply, but I didn't no, lose no, anything no, that didn't sure. work. But yeah, I get told off for not reading the codex. So when I'm like, oh, I think I've got something for that, and I read it out, then they're having a go at me for adding stuff on because they're they're very bad losers, Shane. Were you using stratagems without spending command points? Was that the. Uh... Well, he was doing that. No, was, but we yeah, didn't figure that out. Not... I tried. <laughs> I did try. <laughs> I did I did try um and then Glenn showed me the errors of my ways but I never actually used any how did how did the pox boys go they, oh they did all right they did, I mean they did see that same photo but they done all right no I mean they did their job it, right was the it, uh, um, decayed meat shield for the rest of the units yeah. yeah yeah I mean they helped they definitely helped me because obviously you could see there like Lord of Contagion got a nice uh, blanket in front of yeah. him there and I was able to get first blood um, as well and I d- if it wasn't for them I don't think the Lord of Contagion would have been as successful as he was because eventually what was your two squads so, sorry Dave yeah at this point I'll see so I managed to put one Fox Walker down with my pistols before getting into combat and then dropped another seven um but then, obviously, the Lord Lord of Contagion got into combat with me, and he charged. And obviously, that's where it all went wrong, really. So mm-hmm. they're, they're perfect, sort of, like you say, mutual <laughs> shield to, to stop them. And obviously, I, I charged in my tactical squad as well, hoping to take out the Lord of Contagion before the Terminators and the um, Plague Surgeon came over. 
was when you get your toughness going down to three because of ease, whatever it was, which really yeah. done yeah. you a massive damage. Like, well, that's the thing. Is that, but I, think, I just think the Death Guard are so hard to fight against because mm. they bring down your toughness and their toughness is going to be above yours anyway. Mm. Um, and it is just, obviously the Pox Walkers are relatively easy to deal with, but they're going to take up a lot of your attacks. And they can um, come back. And they can come back, which isn't ideal. Mm. Um, I think Death Guard are just really difficult to play against, especially in the smaller sort of matches as well. Yeah. Um, because some of their weapons, like the Flail of Corruption and stuff like that, is just ridiculous. It's overpowered. I mean, let's, let's um, be honest. Compared to us and what me, you and Glenn was using, they are overpowered, I think. But obviously that's a good thing for John, but whatever. Did, uh, did you take? Did you use the same list, uh, Dave, as you did in the first game, or did you? Tweet yeah. It? So I, yeah, just to get you going, um, and because obviously John had his ready to go, I didn't swap them around. This wouldn't be, this wouldn't be the list that I take against Death Guard usually. Um, what would you have used, Dave? Because... Swap pod again. That was so no, because I think he was expecting that. So I would have gone for my Terminators and then had a Terminator captain as yeah. well. Mm. Um, and I think I would have then had something to go up against his Terminators with. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, just to keep it sort of rolling and make it all a bit mm. quicker. But it's interesting. I still learned a lot. Um, and that, that was the main name of the, yeah. of the day. So, And then the, the, the worst part for you, I think, was because... He's not in the pictures there, but the plague surgeon was um, following the Terminators and eventually caught up and actually managed to heal my Lord of Contagion back to full health at one Twice. point. <laughs> Twice. And he already so had was... an extra uh, an extra wound, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he had an extra wound. Yes, I know. John wrote that somewhere in the back of his codex. <laughs> there's, lo- there's, there's lots of um, biro in my codex. And I was just like... <laughs> um, so yeah, we had that first sort of skirmish on one side, and then my Terminators um, were following up. And we joined in. Yeah, because initially the Terminators were heading up their own path towards the Dread and Grimaldus. But I think you killed one with the Dread from a distance. And yeah. then I was like, you know what, I'm going to go behind this terrain and go and join in and back up my Lord of Contagion. Because I was worried at the time when you piled in with everything that they were going to get killed. Um, so turned their attention over to here. And as you can see, they picked off the last of uh, Dave's guys here. And then it was just two Poxwalkers, four Terminators, the Lord of Contagion and the Plague Surgeon mm-hmm. to go up against uh, the Dread and Grimaldus. Mm-hmm. I have to ask at this point, what was, just because we were learning, what was the mistake that was made with the with the Baltics or the, whatever they were? He was rolling twice as many dice as he should have done. <laughs> yeah, because because I asked. Take, because, this is wait, 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 wait. Before like, we get before we get into getting wiped out by bolters, yeah. like, my whole fucking day. And then everyone was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be so embarrassing if he gets killed by fucking bolter." But, <laughs> and it was because he was firing twice as many. But to explain it away, and in my defence, I we did the question was, we weren't sure because obviously they're. Combi bolters. So the guys they've they've got um, the bolters, but they're combi flamer, combi melter, and combi plasma. So I asked Glenn about how that works, and I said, "Do we get to fire both?" And he said, "Yeah." And we didn't really 
it wasn't until later on that Glenn realised that, that we'd made a mistake because we were fired. Because someone did say, oh, no, it's because you're firing a, a combi weapon, it's less. But for some reason, we are, obviously, I, I didn't pick up on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just went as if they were just combi bolters, but not combi planers <clears throat> and stuff. So, yeah, I, I did fire a couple extra rounds into the, um, the dread. But in the grand scheme of things, I would have lost anyway. There was yeah, no, I think right. yeah. once once I didn't take out the Lord of Contagion because the, the aim was is sort of to take Grimaldus buffing the Dreadnought against the Terminators and then having the Tactical Squad and the Fast uh, the, and the Assault Squad take out the Potswalkers and Lord of Contagion. And as soon as that didn't happen, that I think that was game over anyway. I don't think there's yeah. anything that changed. And I do think throughout this game. I pretty much kept forgetting about the the contagion range and forgetting to bring your toughness down. Yeah. It, and I know I did it with Glenn as well. It's just saying that, yeah, I, f- I forgot to mention. Um, and then, yeah, that, that's the final the final stand. Oh, for, um, stand. I wasn't going to say. <laughs> I was going to say your guys had a debrief afterwards, didn't they? In your little in your little uh, picture you had there. Oh yeah. Just get in. There yeah, there you go. Yeah, they were high, high-fiving each other on a job well done. <laughs> yeah, but overall, that was it. That was a good game, though. Yeah, I enjoyed it, and, and that's the thing I learned a lot from it. And that's I think that was the biggest the win point. as well, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I got absolutely wiped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah. and then yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew I, I knew I was going to win that easy, easy. <laughs> Uh, and then um, Glenn stepped up to the plate to take on the, the Sanguine Reapers. Who is net? I was going to say this is yeah. this is the net. I did see that on Instagram. The uh, the the fish net tank. It's camel netting. No, I know. <laughs> Unfortunately, it makes fish no difference in the game tank. anymore. Yeah. Right. I love so you know was... I bought a bag of oranges specifically for making that net. <laughs> I don't eat oranges, but I bought a bag of them for it. I was going to say, so the, the, the Sanguine Reaper list, was it the same list as you started today with Tom, or did you change it up for this battle? No, I, well, I was 90% sure in my mind that Glenn was going to go with armoured vehicles, because obviously he's been saying that for God knows how long now. So yes, sort of let us know that's what he was going to do. So I thought I need something tough that's just going to cut through that and um, sort of get rid of them. Um, so obviously I went for the Redemptor thought I'd chuck him in there and I hadn't used him before and he was literally armed to the teeth. Everything I could put on him pretty much um, was there. So I think he was an 185-point model out of the 500, which is obviously quite a chunk. But yeah. I thought it was worth it because I thought I, I needed... Because like, like Glenn sort of did say anyway, because he does help us out now and again, and he sort of... The guys, the um, Imperial Guard, almost basically like poxwalkers when they get out. So you need to take out their... Uh, their armoured vehicles. So, yeah, I went with him and a uh, uh, power fist captain uh, just to try and basically stay as close to him as possible to get my re-rolls, which didn't always work to plan. Uh, and then I, I went with... Uh, yeah, not at all. Not at all, to be honest with it. And then I also went with Vindicare Assassin, which I left off the um, off the field um, of battle, and my five-man intercessor squad, assault intercessors, because I literally, I did um, actually battleforge this army, so you know it was a legit army on this occasion. And um, 
so come before I go, I've got follow up questions. But before I go into that, Glenn, what was your list for this one? Uh, so a uh, company commander as a warlord, two squads of uh, just standard guardsmen, one special weapon in each, uh, in chimeras. A company command squad, which was just four vets with sniper rifles and a mounted corps. Ah, very good, very good. And how did so? Then back back to you, uh, Tom. Did did your game plan work? Did did what you had in mind in terms of uh, you know trying to take out the, uh, the tanks? Did did it work out for you? I mean, it did. It did in the end. I did make some mistakes. Um, I think I did get. Glenn had a couple of poor rolls, I'll admit, with these. Um, remind me of the name again, the tank. The Manticore. Manticore. I keep saying, what is it I keep saying? Hurricane, that's it, for some Hurricane. reason. Anyway, yeah. Uh, with his Manticore, he had some decent um, hits at the beginning, but in the middle, I think he had like three out of these. Was it four shells that you could use in total? Yeah. So I think three, yeah, pretty was... much, you just got pretty poor rolls on it. Yeah, two, I would say two of them let me down. Two of the four weren't as good but then again that is that's a squad killer it's not a tank killer mm. to be completely honest um, it was very difficult to try and chip a lot of wounds off your dreadnought with that I think I was more I was more let down trying to kill that with the Meltagon <laughs> because the Meltagon was standing right beside it and if I got the right rolls that would have done <clears throat> The dread, but unfortunately, most of the damage I done to that dread was done by bloody lasguns. Yeah, you chipped okay. away, didn't you? Just constantly chipped away, and all the big yeah. weapons didn't seem to. Yeah. And then did yeah. the uh, did the assassin do any did it do any work? Yeah, he, 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 to be honest, I just there wasn't much of a tactical reason other than the fact that. I wanted to use him to get yeah. him in there to use because he's got so many different um I don't know what you call them, special abilities, buffs, whatever they whatever they are. And I got him in there and he did actually take he almost took out uh, Glenn's warlord because I snuck him around the corner, perfect line of sight, and um he's got this thing, was it headshot or drop shot? Headshot, Something like that. Yeah, yeah, headshot. And um so if you injure uh, somebody in a specific unit mm. If, if, if he takes a wound, you can then roll um, on a plus three, uh, you give him another wound. And then on a plus four, you give him another wound. And then on a plus five, you give him another wound. And you just keep going until you can't roll anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, I took pretty much, I think, uh, three, three or four wounds off of him. And that was after uh, rolling a weak D3, wasn't it? Which come out as a one instead of a, well, one yeah. of three. Yeah, you took three wounds off uh, when you, if you got the three on the D three, yeah, it would have you would have killed him, but you left him with two wounds. But then the dreadnought messed him up. Yeah, and I think other than that, all he did really is act as a bit of a deterrent. And I, I don't know, I don't think he would have added much at all if we were playing like points and stuff like that or objectives, because but since it was sort of like um, first to kill the other side stuff, he was right over the other side of the map. And whatever happened, uh, even if I had lost all of my units that are close, he would have had to travel all the way over towards him while he's shooting at them. Yeah. Uh, that would make sense in this depend, It depends where, if we had like three objectives, because one of them would be in the middle, and then I guess one 
closer to either side. He probably would have, in that situation, he'd have been all right to hang back in that area. Yeah, maybe. So I think um, he'd have done all right with him in this in this setup, anyway. I think he. I, I, I'm looking forward to um, putting him and maybe even both of the other assassins, or all four, if I can get hold of the Kaladzis one as well, into like a, a 1,000, 1,500 point army, just to use all of their different um, styles. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And then we, we, you, um, I was surprised that you won this. I mean, obviously you got the big old dread, but she, on sheer numbers, I was quite amazed how this turned out. <sighs> I think, like like Glenn said, um, if you if you I, I rely on hitting hard, and I, at the beginning it was it was average what I was doing, and towards the end I got, as you saw with the was it is it the macro cannon, is it no is it macro plasma cannon something like that, um, and he started taking massive chunks out of things, so I just got lucky in the end. Like I say, roll roll of the dice, um, but also obviously. Um, my captain was pretty much right at the back, so he was unscathed for ages, and he come in and helped out a little bit. And yeah, I didn't really. Glenn got a bit unlucky. I'll, I'll admit, Glenn was pretty unlucky though throughout the game. A couple of his rolls were just yeah, pretty bad, especially considering the amount he was having. But one, the, the only thing I will say that I learned from the game specifically was, and, and it was just like a when I was looking at it. I, I was more thinking of just going, well, I take out them, then I take out them. And then I thought, Glenn had been using this thing. What was it called um, with your warlord guy? The double oh, fire thing. The orders, first rank fire, second rank fire. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so close to leaving that guy alive just so that he could have done it again. And potentially that would have been the end for my um, dreadnought if it had come through. And, and I took out and I thought, no. Oh God! I, you know, the first time I've ever, ever thought tactically in a game. So I took out him, and then he couldn't do it with the, the rest of the guys that were left. I'm not saying yeah. it was a masterstroke, but it, I think it did help me a little bit. This was a bit of a weird one as well because, like this game, at first I thought it was going to be really quick because quite a lot of things got killed quickly. And then, like in this picture, or when we go back, go back one where everything got quite mm. close. It was such a slugfest. Like you literally were just exchanging and exchanging wounds and um, attacks. Quite yeah, while. it got a bit boring at the end because we sort of <laughs> know, knew that I was going to win, and I said, "Well, Glenn sort of wanted to quit," and I was like, "Well, I no." <laughs> he, 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 left, he, he left the room saying, "I quit," and you went no and started rolling dice. <laughs> Pretty sure you're you're allowed to concede. I think yeah. that's. Uh... <laughs> oh no no no! I, I I didn't. I genuinely didn't fault him, but he said, uh, "Yeah, we'll go to the end." Yeah. Very fair enough. Fair enough. Tom, Tom and, threatened uh, him. <laughs> yeah, and well, I yeah. yeah, but a good game. So that was your your um, one all for you, wasn't it? By the end of the day, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then we go into the last game, which was um, the Death Guard versus uh, Salamanders. But I put question mark to <laughs> Salamanders because nothing was painted green, and the only thing that was painted was blue. <laughs> hey, one of the dreads had at least got a colorblind Salamanders. Piece. Or like an undercoat. Did did any of them have flamers? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Then. That's yeah. Fine. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the cap the captain had a combi melter, and the two dreads with fists had heavy flamers. So yeah, you know, bit Good of fire. Man. Yeah. I did was you, actually sorry. I was going to say, did you change your list for this one, John? Yeah, I did. So while um, Glenn and Tom were playing, I, I built a list. I thought, Joe, you know building a list for the Death Guard for five hundred points 
because I haven't got everything, it's quite hard because we took everything with us today and I really wanted to get either my bloke drone or the blight haulers involved, but they're mm. so expensive. Yeah. And I didn't want to just field one because then it's like, do I have a squad of plague marines or do I have um do I have some sort of vehicle? But yeah, it's too expensive. Um so literally here, as you can see, I had Lord of Contagion again, because Typhus is too expensive for five hundred points. Um I kept the Terminators in as are, uh, and then I added seven um plague marines. So you got the champion and then one with a plasma, one with a flail, and then the others just combi combi um no, just bolters, sorry. Um so that was all that I had. And then obviously you can see that that one picture. I was actually really worried going into this. I thought I was just gonna get smashed instantly. Um So what was what was your list for this one, Glenn? Three dreadnoughts uh, and a captain. A captain, two dreadnoughts and a venerable dreadnought. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, two stock dreadnoughts. So the Ven Dread was a missile launcher, twin Laz. Because if I'm going to hit on twos, I might as well hit with good weapons. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, And if you are watching this, obviously the picture of mine's misleading. I just did that to take a picture of my squad. Um, the Terminators, I teleported in on round two. So I took them off the table after this, this just for a photo. Um, so, and there's um, a picture of Glenn. <laughs> Sorry, Glenn. <laughs> the the, the Tom Simley. <laughs> Um, what? Why? Because it looks like you kicked out a dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, right. So um, the picture's not here, but essentially, so to start with, you mowed through my plague marines. Took a couple of those out pretty early on. Um, two or three of them straight away, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. At least two, I think. And the issue with Plague Marines, like anyone who, who knows, obviously they move very slowly. So on, you only have five inches. And then it's like, well, I want to get some rounds in because if I advance to get into to combat, then I can't shoot and then I risk getting wiped out. Um, and they were obviously, they were with my Lord of Contagion. So they were just moving slowly to start with. And uh, Glenn picked me off. And I think I managed to get two wounds onto one of your dreads in the first Yay. round. Yeah, chip a couple off, I think. Yeah. Um, other than that, round one wasn't very um, exciting. So round two, I moved everyone forward again, and then I teleported in my Terminators, and we managed to kill off that first dread quite easily. Um, but you did wipe out all but one of my Plague Marines. Yeah. In that second round. Um. And then, I mean, like the, the massive thing for you was getting that charge with the Terminators. Yeah. If yeah. you hadn't got that, and I got another round of shooting at them, and they've been able to charge the Dreadnought, if I'd been swinging first, I would have killed a couple of them. Yeah. And it would have made it a bit more difficult for you to drag the Dreadnought down with them. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's like Dave said earlier, it's luck of the dice makes it big big difference especially in small games because you haven't got that many things that if that doesn't work I've got that as an option mm. I was going to say small games and no command points it means it is it is all based on and no stratagems as well it is it is becomes much more about the we, device, we did use some command points mostly just the command rerolls because both right. lists that I took were 
uh, 100% legal battle-forged lists. Yeah. So used a couple for the rerolls, basically. Didn't use any stratagems as such. It was literally just, yeah, try and reroll or, or Overwatch. Yeah. Oh, right. Cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so my, my charge for my Terminator has paid off. But as you can see in that second picture, I, I did lose three Terminators. Um, by the time I killed two Dreads and the, and the Captain, and there was just that one guy in the background. And he, he got a few kicks in, though, didn't he? Got a few kicks well, in. He, he didn't he didn't kill anything. He did spend about three rounds just sort of shin kicking your last Terminator. <laughs> as you tried to, we sort of just ended up kind of slapping at each other. Nobody did much. And mm. eventually he got dragged down. Yeah, I mean, one Terminator, Lord of Contagion, and one Plague Marine. But two flails there. I love a flail. Uh, I'm going to get some more of those because once they're in, they're, they're lethal. <laughs> they're horrendous. How many can you have of them per unit of whatever? One, uh, isn't it? One it's, or two? It's, it's limited, so I think I've got to double check because I think with 10 Terminators, you may be able to get two in there. Well, my biro codex, <laughs> I, I can actually have, for no, for no points, I can have five extra Terminators with flails for no extra points. All I've got to do is give you a can of Diet Pepsi at the start of the game. That's that, and that's written into the codex, man. John's codex. John's codex. Yeah, coming coming soon to uh, eBay. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So um, I won two games, so I'm well happy. I didn't take the trophy, Omo Tom. You didn't give me the trophy. Well, yeah. is that is that because I didn't beat you today? Exactly. Yeah. It's more to the point of the fact that the trophy was bloody garbage, and I, I, I felt embarrassed to give it to anyone on the podium. <laughs> I was like, nah. We'll wait until we're all together, including Shane, and I'll make a proper one, just as a laugh. But all in all, a good day, I think. I mean, it uh, certainly, certainly sounds like it. I think, mm-hmm. you, by the sound of it, you've learnt a lot as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Everyone needs a copy of uh, John's biro codex so that we can see yeah. what we're coming up against well unfortunately it changes game to game oh, oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah i just need to know what army you're playing shane when we play and i'll adapt I, it accordingly i'm gonna, gonna keep that quiet i think uh, that's <laughs> like, so i've already got you know i've already got two to choose from so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um actually that's that's one thing before we move on i yeah. i sort of learn i know no one specifically t- takes advantage of it we'll learn it but when you're actually coming to a game i would I think it's really good to just instead of instead of us like swapping our lists and stuff like that, don't tell anyone. Or do you? Because uh, you only have to declare it right at the beginning of the game, don't you? So they can't. Is that correct, Glenn or Shane? You I don't think have to do it whatever way you want. Yeah. Like, you, you yeah. like if you're giving them like ages to get everything perfect to completely wipe you out, you can you know last minute sort of say this is what I'm going with. There you go. But whenever you say let the person like not letting the person know, like I could say, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Marines. That's so vague. Or I'm bringing guard. I could be bringing a hundred infantry and not yeah. one tank, and you could have wrapped up with nothing but tank killing weapons that are going to kill one guardsman with each shot, or really fucking kill him. Or you know, a, a Marine army that's all jump packs and bikes so it's really fast and you it's going to be on top of you straight away you know there's no 
there's no way of knowing sort of what unless you're going to like be very specific and go right here I'm going to play you next week there's my list yeah then yeah. someone can tailor it by all means but, but that's what I mean though I mean is, isn't that I, I know it gets more into I suppose like championship games and stuff like that of, of picking something that could be potentially anything um, but I know you know these are just friendly games or whatever but What's the what's the done thing? For example, if even as friends you meet to have a say a thousand point game, do you share lists before you play and you go right there's my list and you put it on the table, or do you give them a, a, this is what I'm going to come with? So you know set your army around that, which would think, seem to give an advantage to them. I think it depends how you want to play it because you get you get some players that want to play, you know that they, they want to play like a game that's more. You know, more about the experience, you know, a close game, four or five turns, that's quite narrative driven. And then they might, you know, both players might work on their lists together. Like, okay, so this is what I want to take and what I want to play with. Yeah. You know, what what do you bring that's that's like an equal foil so that the game's balanced yeah. and it's yeah. good fun for both? And you get others who just want to dial it in because they're tournament type players or that's their mindset and they just want to dial it in to have the most efficient list possible as you said for most circumstances and they will be like you know every game is about tweaking it you know changing the units out stratagems to the point where they've got a really mm-hmm. efficient list and they don't care if it takes you know it could be two turns and you're tabled yeah it all depends mm-hmm. on which way you want to play and me personally I don't know about you guys but I, I think that Hopefully, there's some sort of balance in it. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you're playing to win, but at the same time, you don't want to sort of go, oh, we'll do this together. You know, you, you sort no, of no. want to have your, your own, yeah, your own side to it. So I think I'd probably go in the middle if I could. I don't know, somewhere. I think most yeah. of the times when you, if you're play, going to play a game against me, I won't necessarily care what you're bringing. I will go, I fancy taking that. Yeah. Like, look at, you know, the amount of stuff I have and I rocked <laughs> up with three dreadnoughts and a captain, because I thought, oh, they'll laugh. I didn't think it would be particularly good. It's not like I went, all right, I'm facing death guards, I'm going to need lots of high strength, high, you know, to, mm. to do that. I just went, yeah, screw it. Like, I, think, <laughs> I, I like a bit of a themed army as well, you know. It's just, yeah, that works. I'll take that. Um, but I'll try and let the person know at least what army I'll be bringing so they'll have at least a reasonable idea kind of going okay bring marines I'll probably want some some plasma or some high AP yeah. stuff you know so that they can have a little think about it but like against the rest of you guys I will know I'm going to be facing power armor power armor power armor or thereabouts with necrons and oh power <clears throat> armor so Anything that's going to be AP minus two, minus three is going to be very, very beneficial to me. Whereas I could rock up with, like, say, loads of guardsmen, and you've got loads of high strength or high top, uh, high damage weapons that are going to do very little, and I'll lose a handful of guardsmen. So, without going into depth too much, Glenn, um, for example, if you knew what I was going to use against you today, and you still yeah. had to use the guard, what would yeah. you have changed or would you have gone exactly the same? Um, for the list you brought, if I knew yeah. exactly what you were going to bring, I would have had 
I would have probably taken a tank commander in a vanquisher, which is a yeah. So basically, I, I, my commander would have been in a Lehman Ross that is specifically designed to be an anti vehicle destroyer, oh, basically. Uh, so I could really, really tailor what I wanted to take, but I would never take a vanquisher in a normal game because I don't see the point of it generally there's enough things that can deal with vehicles I don't need a specific vehicle killer in a well-rounded army list but comes down to what you like at the end of the day mm. yeah like I, I looked in your box of toys and I was like yeah those outriders I'm going to build some of them I quite like the ATV it's a bit weird looking but I'll have to get me one of them because I just like the You put the weapons out on that as well, pretty good. Was it twin multi motor? Or, um, yeah, it's pretty decent. I'd Fast, probably run 15 inch. Yeah, I'd probably run it with the um, the the Gatling just for sheer weight of fire. Yeah. You know, so it's personal preference, really. Don't listen to me about anything. Just go what you like to look at. <laughs> just, yeah. just the guy you lost twice. <laughs> yeah. All the more reason not to listen to me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but to I, was, I was going to say, like, to Glenn, how many times did he let us know? I was going to say, like, it was, yeah, it was generally, you need to roll an extra dice against me. So, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was, he was very good to it. Like, he really did help us beat him but the one thing he kept doing every time you had anything with plasma he was trying to convince us to supercharge it <laughs> every, no matter what <laughs> Glenn like, supercharger mechanic everything supercharge it I, I, I stand by it because as soon as I was able to fire my guy with plasma gun I supercharged it he died yeah. but I supercharged <laughs> it <laughs> yeah so your advice is not welcome <laughs> <laughs> when it comes when it comes to plasma, the rest of the time we really need you. Like I say, a, a, a guardsman with a plasma gun. If he dies, he dies. A yeah. a terminator with a combi plasma that costs probably about 35, 40 points a model. Yeah. He dies, that's a bigger loss. So yeah. yeah, I was I was just trying to get I wanted to see some guys explode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, do we have anything else we want to go over from the last couple of days or whatever, or we Gonna say goodbye. Good. That is really sad, there, John. Well, I don't. I, I really enjoy this. I, I don't like saying goodbye. I miss <laughs> you guys. Um, been with us all day. I know. <laughs> Literally. I don't want it to end. It's been twelve hours, twelve and a half hours. I don't want it to end. Um, cool. So, with that said, obviously we went through it at the beginning of the episode. But please do check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Obviously, if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, please like, share with your friends if you're enjoying what we're doing and make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Um, we're also available on all the podcast services, so go and have a look. Um, we're on Twitch. Hopefully now there's all the games and stuff um, that we've been talking about today. Maybe we'll sit, sort out actually using it in the future. Um, but for the time being, if you do want to support us, obviously subscribing to the channel and watching us on youtube really does help but we do have a patreon if you want to give us five pounds a month um as a to support us as a thank you we will um obviously put your name on the credit call that goes at the end or plug your social media or something within reason um 
And also, if you're going to go and buy from Element Games, where you know you're going to get a discount anyway, for no extra cost to you, please use the link in the description below. Um, and if you come and say that you've been through Island Ceramite, it gives us a little bit of a kickback and some money. Everything we get, we'll, we'll put back into the channel to improve. And hopefully, in the not-too-distant future, we'll get some decent battle reports and other Gucci stuff like that. Um, so, unless anyone's got anything else to add. Um, Tom, do you want to say the word, or shall I say it? Because I know you love it. Well, I'm not going to say it. Oh, that's exterminatus. <laughs> As always, we would like to thank you for listening to our Iron and Ceramite podcast. If you liked us, then you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and any other good podcast services. Just remember... In the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war. Yep. Yep, good to go. Right, is everybody ready? We are, for the third time. I like to ask. <laughs> uh, the trailer for this, it, it was more of a to remind us this was already out. And they also said there was a couple of more skins. So I think that was just sort of their main push. But is there anything else that you. Did anyone else yes. hear that? <laughs> um, my window, Let me take my window. <laughs> I don't think that window being close is going to make a difference to that. (laughs) Um, Helicopter pad next door. Jet plane going past. Does someone else want to blast through this so it can go? I'm honest. I can't see anything because it's on my phone. I can barely read it. Can anybody read it? Or do you want to listen to me go through it again? Not quite me. I've got a funny accent. Oh, you do it, Glenn. That'd be great. I said there's no point in me. Yeah, no, you're going to do it now, Glenn. Oh, I might lose internet connection. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I haven't got the, the enthusiasm to do it. I'm bloody shattered, and I'll just be like, oh. All that losing today, yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dave, you, Dave you, you said you wanted to do it before. Yeah, it's shut up. <laughs> screaming. Come on, I'll, I'll get sick of hearing my own voice. Dave, just shout out for a while, it's fine. So, do you know what? The blue pen just got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realise. I've been making uh, notes throughout like, all the things I haven't watched any of the bloody videos. Yeah. I've been making notes throughout about what I want to go and look. So I fucking put a pen there thinking. <laughs> oh. You look like a conductor. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> on, on, your, on your screen, Dave, on your screen, are we really small? Yeah, you're tiny, yeah. Because you're lucky because t- Tom was like doing yeah. his normal fucking. <laughs> I was. Pushed his looking... face in his. Mate, you, you had your face right up and you was just putting a shit. Because I, I can't read any of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you could see it. Uh, right. Before we go back into the podcast, because I am going to cut it, I'll just do a quick intro for that. And then. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. There we go. Now I just can't look at you, Tom. 
But <laughs> uh, I should have just started talking then, and that could have been a perfect intro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Looking forward to looking at them comics you've uh, lent me, Tom. Yeah, man. I mean, if, I mean, you go through things quite quick at the moment, anyway, don't you? So it won't, it won't take yeah. you long to get through all four. Is it four I gave you? Um, to be honest, I'll have a look, but they're in. The, they're still in the box. But hang, hang on. Yeah. They are entertaining, though. They're pretty entertaining. Yeah, that's that is the main thing out of all of these. Obviously the cover art is quite a bit better than what's inside, but the inside stuff's still really good too, it's just not in colour. Awesome. Some better than others, obviously. But some pretty cool little stories. Excuse me. Hello. And don't get Glenn started on Darkblade either, because he'll be talking <laughs> for the next six months. What's Darkblade, Glenn? <laughs> One of the best fantasy stories out there. I would love to see it as a TV show. Oh, really? Yeah. What? What? Part of the 40k universe is that, or what is that? That's why I was. Yeah, it's, it's all world. I think it could be really well done as like a Game of Thrones thing. Oh, really? Because you got you got five books that run. Well, you technically got a sixth, but yeah, it's it, it would work really really well as a. Where did you f- first start reading, Glenn? Was it in these comics, or was it in the actual book itself, or somewhere else? It was those comics that started it, I think. Um, well, for you, though. That's, or that's, that's where I became aware of it. Right, okay. I think it then went into a novel, but I'm not sure which actually came first, but it was the, it was the comics that brought it to my attention. Is everybody ready to carry on? Yeah, all good. Am I centrised in the screen? So I can't see myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're all yeah. good. <laughs> Centerized. Centerized. <laughs> what do you call it then? In the middle? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> Centralized. Oh, yeah, central. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> it's not my fault, is it? Fuck oh. sake. <laughs> Beers. Sorry, you all spoke over each other then. What was that? <laughs> no comment. I bet. I bet. Dave, 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 yeah. I was going to say. I bet. Well, I was going to say. Got... Dave. Go ahead, John. He, he got. Um... <laughs> I, was, I, I just said Dave. Dave and Tom. You spoke over each other, and I didn't hear what either of you said. Yeah, that's, and then I let him I go, asking. and he completely. Oh, okay. Dave, you go. Do I say? So. Someone say something. <laughs> Speak. Right, I'll see you guys later. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, later. All right, take it. Royce lost Andy Grimaldus. That was it. It wasn't anything interesting. No. 
And what did you say, Tom? Nothing, really. <laughs>